Welcome, friend, to the Busy Vibrant Mom podcast. Are you struggling to be more productive in your home and to be more productive overall? Are you struggling with purposeful parenting? I know why. It's because you're an extroverted stay-at-home mom and you are putting yourself in a bucket with every other stay-at-home mom out there who is telling you all the ways to be more organized and productive and get more done and be a patient parent and it's just not working. You are empty, unfulfilled, lonely, exhausted, and you don't have the energy that you know is out there for you somewhere. And I have the answer. Hi friend, I'm Michelle Bird, and I have been in your fancy shoes. The answer is to understand that the extroverted stay-at-home mom needs specific solutions that help fill our bucket as extroverts so that we can pour from a full cup so that we can be more productive and purposeful in our parenting. Get ready, friend. Reheat that coffee, pop in your earbuds, and come hang out with me. It's time for today's show. Hello, friends. Today, we're going to talk about three easy steps to deal with all of that end of the year, end of the school cleanup, right? Ah, oh, today I would love to save you some time and sanity with all the kids end of the year school paperwork that gets dumped <laughs> in our kitchens, right? As always, if you can leave me a review and let me know if this has helped you or blessed you in some way, that would be great. Also, remember to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and I can jump into your earbuds wherever you might be running errands, driving. I know I love to listen to podcasts while I'm driving or while I'm doing laundry, all the fun stuff, right? All right, let's get started. It is summer and I'm so excited that school is out. So we have no more racing out the door, no more homework and tests and school stuff, no more schedules, no more being on time or forgetting things or all the different things you have to remember. But wait, what is that giant brown Safeway bag you are carrying stuffed with papers that are overflowing and glitter and projects and artwork and it just gets tossed on the kitchen counter, right? Oh my goodness. Have you had this? Did you feel this way at the end of the year? Oh, I did. I kind of dread that giant big Safeway bag with all the stuff in it because it overflows and inevitably there's things in the bottom that are really gross or have been in your kid's desk forever and get tossed into the big Safeway bag. Or maybe there's stuff stuck in there or there's old things. Oh, yeah. But Oh, I find this every year when your kid is done with school. I know definitely the first year, I think it was kindergarten that our kids first started going to public schools. And so (laughs) our oldest, Ashley, came home with this big bag of just stuff. And I was like, what is this? And I had no idea. So it went into the pantry and I was like, I'm just going to throw it in here until we have time to go over it. And (laughs) I think it sat in the pantry for three or four months until I eventually 
stopped wanting to um, deal with it. So I had had enough of trying to trip over it and so forth. So I was like, fine, we'll just deal with it. So if you want a better plan than having to trip over your kids' schoolwork and paperwork and all that junk, listen up because I have three easy steps that I have learned really help. I am hoping that this will help you too. So here are three easy steps to dealing with all of that stuff that might be in that big brown bag of things they come home with. Number one. Pick a day in the week after school is done to go through all the stuff. So you really want to go through the stuff within the next week or so after school is finished. It's kind of like food that goes bad almost. The longer it stays in that brown bag and it's just hanging around the house, moving from place to place, the more you either forget about it or the kids kind of forget what they wanted and what they don't want, or it just gets shoved to the side. And then when you do pull it out, nobody can remember when you have questions about things. So the best is just to do it the week after school when your kids are home to plan a day. Maybe it's a morning that you do it for like four hours or something like that. Maybe a couple hours. It really shouldn't take that long, but Maybe you make it fun and put on some music, grab some yummy snacks and just hang out and have a time where you just go. I usually just cover the table in like a thick kind of craft mat, tablecloth mat that we have. You can actually buy it at Bed Bath & Beyond or something. It just covers your table. It's like a thick mat and it's wipeable. So I get that out whenever there are crafts or things that we're going to do that involve paint or something where I just want to protect my table. I would usually just plan, okay, tomorrow we're all going to get our school bags out and we're going to go through them. It'll be really fun and just kind of make it fun, but you need to have your kids there to help and all the stuff. Those are the two things and definitely pick a day. Okay, number two, you dump out the bag and start to go through it. Toss whatever you can, whatever the children will allow you to toss. And sometimes they don't care. You may have a child that doesn't care at all and it's fine with tossing whatever is in that giant bag. Or you might have a kid who's super attached to things and doesn't want to toss away anything. If you have a child that's super attached to stuff, You can either sneak it into the garbage can and then take it out, but they might notice. Or we have actually just a cute little clipboard that says, here's where your art goes. I think we got it off of Etsy or something cute, but it has just some little clips on it. And so I tend to just clip the kids artwork on there and it's really fun. It's easy. And when it gets too big, like too much stuff is clipped on there. Then I go through it and I dump out some of the stuff and some of the stuff I keep and some of the stuff I dump. And so by that time, when it's usually ready to go through it and like lots of our projects have kind of mounted on top of each other and are falling down and there's like glitter on the bottom of the floor, they don't care about their art projects anymore. And so I've found that that's a really good way to ease out the transition of the art project or the piece of paper that they really liked or whatever it might be, that it goes on the wall for a little bit, 
hangs out there and then they kind of forget about it and then I dump it. The other option, if you have a garage, you can always just put it up in the garage. <laughs> we have lots of artwork we used to put up in the garage and then eventually it gets destroyed and so then you take it down and toss it. Or you can put it up in the garage in a box and eventually they'll forget about it and then you toss it. So there are ways to deal with slowly letting go of things if your kid is very attached to stuff. And maybe let them keep a couple things that are really meaningful to them. They can put it up in their room or our kids have a desk in each of their rooms. And so they would put up things on their desk if it was really meaningful and they wanted to keep it. And then eventually when you go and work on their room to clean out stuff and things like that, then you can work through getting rid of it. But get rid of as much as you can. So number one was pick a day to go over it, all that stuff, and make it fun. Have some yummy snacks, have some cool music. You're just going through stuff, kind of cleaning it all out. Number two, have the kids there and dump out all the stuff. So then that way you can ask them, do you really want this? Can we toss this? Is this okay? What is this? All those questions you don't know. Number three, keep. What things should you keep? Do you want to keep any of this stuff? Is there gum stuck to any of it? For my boys, is it just pictures of guns that they've drawn? So the question is, what kind of things do you want to keep? And what are you going to do with it? And where does it go? And how do you organize that? It can feel overwhelming. So take a deep breath and decide what papers are meaningful. Maybe it's a poem that they wrote, maybe it's a story, maybe it's an opinion piece. I know the things for me that are really meaningful are really funny stories that the kids have written or maybe something that they filled out answering questions and the answers are pretty funny. So just things like that, I find they are humorous and I kind of want to keep them for a little bit or something like that. So the things you want to keep that are maybe humorous or meaningful, make sure that your kid's name is on it and the date and then stick it in a pile. And continue doing that for all the paperwork that you have dumped out on your kitchen table. If there are any school supplies that maybe you can use again or that are still good, keep those, put them in like a pencil box or organize those. We have a bin. So in our kitchen, we have a piece of furniture that has a flat top on the top and it looks kind of like it's distressed. So it actually is wonderful. We got it from our neighbors. It's really a hefty piece and so the very top is distressed so you don't have to worry about like it getting banged and destroyed or kids sitting on it, which is nice. It's kind of the dumping ground for everything. But underneath it, we have four bins and each child has a bin and then I have a bin. In that bin is a binder maybe that they wanted to keep or school supplies or headphones. So when they go and use their iPad, their headphones are right there. So it's kind of like their little bucket of supplies. So we go through those as well, because usually by the end of the year, there's something that has jumped in there or been saved or put in there for other times. And so those also come out. So in that bucket that you're going through, I usually just put all the school supplies for whatever kid. And then sometimes the next year in the fall, we can reuse them. And sometimes we can't. So if we can't, they go into the craft drawer. If they're good enough to use for next year, we use those. 
So you just kind of figure out what papers are meaningful that you want to keep, what school supplies can still be used again that you want to keep, and then put all the papers together, put a rubber band around them and a sticky note that says, Timmy kindergarten or whatever it is, and the year, (laughs) the school year, this to this. And then in the garage, I have three big bins. They're white, clear bins. And so each child has a bin and their stuff goes in there. And as they get older, the papers or the things that you're interested in keeping are a lot smaller, the little stacks of papers. So for right now, I did not have the energy to figure out what else to do, but they're organized in stacks of school year and they're in these three bins. The rule is that you can't have more things that you want to keep than are in your bin. And so I think eventually I will take them and send them off to somewhere to be made into a book because you can do books of like your kids artwork and stuff like that. So I'll probably just have them eventually made into books and then be like, cool, done. There's all your artwork or anything we wanted to save in this book. But for right now, they just go into the bin and they all just stack up. So it's great. And then my kitchen is clean and I can take a deep breath and life is good. Hopefully that will help you instead of tripping over all this stuff or being scared out of your mind and pulling out your hair when you see this grocery bag from Safeway coming and you're like, no, not the glitter. Take a deep breath and know that it's totally fine. Put all the school stuff in one big pile. Ours is in a big pile in the kitchen next to the piece of furniture that I had mentioned that we still have to clean out too. So all that stuff is right there. Not the week you're ending school, but the following week when your kids are getting used to summer and they're transitioning and all that, but not too far because it's just like moldy food. If you leave it for too long, it just gets moved around. People start tripping over it. It's just a disaster. So plan that day to go through it, dump out the bags, go through all the stuff, toss as much as you can, keep what papers and things are meaningful. Maybe it's a really beautiful picture or an art project. Keep school supplies that you can still use again, and then take a deep breath. Put all the papers together in a bin somewhere else, in the garage, whatever. Have each kid have a bin, and all their paperwork that you want to save for each year goes in there. Simple and easy. I hope that has helped you. <laughs> and then it will help you get a jump start on the school year and cleaning out all that stuff so that you can just start your summer fresh. I know I feel so much better after cleaning out all that stuff and my kitchen feels better. It's like all clean. And so then when we want to start the new day in summer, I don't feel like there's still all this school stuff kind of hanging around. It feels so much better and just like a fresh start to the summer. So hopefully that will help you to feel fresh and breezy and off to the summer. As always, if you would like to grab a coaching call with me or go over some ways that we can help you get more organized in your day or your week or with all this kind of stuff like clutter and things everywhere. I love organizing. So come grab an unstuck coaching call with me. You can find me at 
birdmichelle.com. It's B-Y-R-D and then Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com, all one word. Or you can email coaching at birdmichelle.com. Either one, come find me and we can get some good solutions working for you so that you don't have to be pulling out your hair or tripping over bags of stuff. Oh, as always, I hope you have an amazing, busy, vibrant day. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review, post a screenshot in your Instagram stories and tag her. this podcast has blessed you in some way, please leave a review on iTunes. It lights up my heart when I hear how God is using this podcast to help other women too. This is the number one way other women will find this show and be blessed. So please leave a review and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thank you and God bless my friend.